The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. There is a huge increase in the uh, numbers of people who are deciding on their own to travel the world, or rather who are deciding to travel the world on their own. One of them is Laura Barton, who is from the Live Adventure Travel blog. She's a solo traveller who has been sort of all around the world, Laura, have you? Yeah, so I started my first solo travel trip, I suppose, in the States. Um, I was working over there and then I did a cross-country road trip. And originally I did that as a group travel trip. So it was solo travellers. There was 13 of us in total. None of us knew each other. And then we all got together and went on a road trip across the States. In a bus? In cars? It was kind of like a mini bus. There was, yeah, there was 14 seats in it. So we had a tour guide and he drove us. And then we all kind of like, and we're still really good friends today. We meet up all the time. And that was like my my sample into solo travel. Now, was this an entirely Irish tour group? No, everyone was from all over the world. So it was you booked online with an agency and then you went across they had an itinerary, planned itinerary, and we were camping across the states, so it was very affordable. And we're staying in different national parks and cities. We were in hostels and cities and then camping in national parks. And it but was you, amazing. you committed yourself to spending hours upon hours, day after day, squeezed into a bus with complete <laughs> strangers who might have been the most obnoxious people in the world. But no, you had no trepidation about this? Yeah, I find like with the thing with solo travel and travel is people are quite like minded. So you're kind of, yeah, you're putting yourself out there to kind of meet new people and hopefully you get on with them. But we all clicked so well. Like we've done different trips. We've met in Europe and various, most of us were European, some Australians and people from New Zealand. So unfortunately they haven't been able to meet up with us, but we've, we've yeah. And which route did you go across the States? Uh, started in New York, went up to Niagara Falls, crossed to Chicago and then did Badlands, I'm probably getting the order wrong now, Badlands, Yosemite, Yellowstone, Grand Teton. Oh, you ticked off all the highlights. It was amazing, like a lot of like the northern kind of national parks, mostly West Coast national parks. So did that then give you a permanent taste for solo travelling? Where did you go next? So I fell in love and then I actually ended up breaking my leg and I that kind of opened my eyes to I want to travel like that was giving me the itch because I was sitting at home and I wasn't able to do anything and it kind of gave me a new perspective on life and I was like I want to travel and when the pandemic hit I was supposed to go to Asia pandemic hit obviously stayed in Ireland and I travelled around Ireland then solo and with friends and then once the pandemic started to settle down I was like you know I need to go I need to go do something so I planned my Europe trip And what was the Europe trip? So I did four months in Europe um, all solo uh, started in May, ended in September, is that four months? Um, and it was it was amazing. I started in Croatia, I was there for a month, met a really, really nice group of people. And we ended up kind of like travelling together in Croatia, which was amazing. There's probably about 10 of us in total. And we kept re-meeting up in different places in Croatia. And then went to Italy and then randomly went from Italy to Poland and then did like an L shape across Europe. I think when people think about solo traveling, there's there's probably two potential downsides they think about. One is safety and the other is loneliness. What about the second one first? Do you find yourself getting lonely at any point? Do you find yourself staring across Yosemite and thinking, I wish I was here with friends? Ironically, solo travel is not lonely. And that's a big statement to make. But you actually struggle to find alone time, especially if you're going to stay in hostels. Hostels are a great way of meeting people, but also like you ne- you're never alone. Like you could sit in the hostel room and be chilling and some person could come in and be like, hey, like I'm going to go do this. Do you want to come with me? Like everyone's very open minded to make. We're all there for the same reason. So you can make friends very easily. It's very different to normal life. 
but you, like obviously you have to have precautions and be careful who who you're friends with. But. Well, that's the bit, bit of, I was reading just a couple of stats around solo travel. And one of the things that it said is that the predominant, car- the, the demographic breakdown of the, the common solo traveller tends to be more female than male, that there is significantly more uh, women who decide to travel solo than men, which I think is probably slightly counterintuitive because you would have thought the risks, particularly for women, though for either gender, of being alone in a foreign country where you're in a hostel with people you don't know, does does that not concern you at any point? Um, I think it's important to take precautions for it not to be a concern. Like obviously, there's always going to be risks, but there's there's risks living in a home, like living in Ireland. So I don't know. You just need to be really clever about your decisions and just like think everything out. And if you feel unsafe or you're not comfortable with a scenario, remove yourself from it. Don't be afraid to say no. Like I'm not happy here. I'm I'm going to leave. Or you know, like you just have to be very open to. And do you do the equivalent? I know I know when people go out on, on the water, one of the things they're, they're told to do is to file a float plan. In other words, say to people, here's when I should be back. And if I'm not, yeah. call the um, RNLI. Do you do the same thing? Do you tell people, look, I will check in at certain times in certain places or do you just disappear for four months? No, no. So like, I think like I share my location with my family when I'm away. So they know where I am at all times with my phone. And if I'm going off for the day, I will tell them where I'm going, what I'm doing, whether that's friends, my sister, my mom, my dad. I'm very cautious of, like you have to kind of mind yourself and make sure that you're you're safe while doing it. A lot of questions coming in for you. Could you ask your guest if she could uh, suggest, and my guest, by the way, is Laura Barton from the Live Adventure Travel blog. Uh, could you ask your guest if she sh- could suggest a good company for solo travellers over 65? Another, mm-hmm. could you ask your guest what the name of the agency she booked through was? And a lot along those lines. Is there particular agencies that you recommend? So... I'm not 100% about the ages. G G Ventures is a really good one um, that do group travel. I don't know what the age requirements are. The one that I did was 18 to 35, the group. Unfortunately, they are no longer in operation because of COVID. So it was Trek America, but they were a travel industry and it was two years that they were shut for which I actually cried the day that I found out. Like I was emotional. I wasn't, I was really emotional thinking that that's gone because it was such a big part of my and life. And it has happened to a lot of very successful travel companies yeah. who found themselves in extraordinarily difficult situations during COVID. Uh, tech saying, um, some of my favourite trips have been on my own, especially to Italy. It means you can focus on your own pastimes and enjoyments. I always visit the best museums. Another, I enjoy solo travelling, but I've I've gotten a few looks from restaurant staff <laughs> when I turn up for a glass of wine and dinner for one. Do you get do you get looks from restaurant staff or anybody else when you show up on your own? Um, you get used to showing up on your own, and yeah, you definitely do get looks, especially with me because I'm taking a camera. I do YouTube videos, so I'm taking a camera out as well, so I'm getting extra looks in that scenario. But I actually really enjoyed going out on my own by the end of it. I hated it at the start. So nervous. I really like the idea of sitting in a restaurant. I was like, everyone's looking at me. But odds are they're looking at you going, well done. Well, what I I discovered many years ago, I was in a a hotel uh, restaurant um, because of work and I was planning what I was going to be doing the next day. So I was just sitting there eating my dinner and I was making a load of notes about what I had to do the next day. I began to discover I was getting amazing service, just being waited on hand and foot. And the penny dropped. They thought I was a restaurant critic because I was right on the Genius. If everyone could service, bring a notebook, make a couple of notes as you're going. Could be just any doodles. And they look Life after hack. you. The other question that is coming in in spades is tell us the secret for how you pay for all that travel. Most people are lucky to have two weeks away. So 
I am lucky to be able to work while I travel. So I do social media management with businesses or content creation. So I do have that kind of luck factor of it. However, it is possible to travel on a budget. So you can kind of be mindful, like especially with the hostels, they all have kitchens. So like I made most of my own food. So every place that I went, I would try have a little bit of a traditional meal, not necessarily in a restaurant. Like you can find little like places where like a, a granny is making their traditional stew in a country and you can go get food there and it's five euro and then that's your dinner sorted. But like just be mindful of kind of be strategic about like how you spend your money. I'm very experience led. So I will if I want to go paragliding I'll go paragliding but then I might cook my own food and I'll stay in a 10 bed dorm instead of a four bed dorm like I'm just kind of mindful about it like saying like your guest I work remotely I did lots of traveling in the last few months and I just worked the hours that suited me and the rest of the time I was a tourist although you need to be very careful in the states particularly on Mm. entry to the states declaring that you're going to be doing remote work while there because yeah, that'll get you turned around fast at immigration. Yeah. Uh, another one saying, interesting from a, a woman who's a married woman saying, I have four kids but my husband stays at home with them and I head off Very for nice. a week. I find it crucial to my mental well-being and he knows that and is supportive. It actually makes our relationship much better. Do you, did you meet many people like that who are in relationships who are just saying, good luck, I'll see you in a week? Um, I made a friend with a girl from the States and she was away for seven months and she had a, she had a boyfriend away. But she, she wanted to travel. He had a full-time job, wasn't able to kind of do that and she knew it was something she had to do and they just made long distance work. And like For seven months? Yeah, such good. Like She was actually travelling the world for a year, had gone back to the States for a bit and then she was in Europe for, I think it was seven months that she was in. If you have final advice or guidance, if anybody is listening to this and thinking, OK, I'll give it a shot. What are your top tips? Top tips? Just do it. Just <laughs> just go. Just It's really scary at start. The idea of going away on your own, but it is one of the best things that you'll ever do because you learn so much about yourself. Um, your confidence literally goes up like massively because you're relying on your personality. You're relying on getting out there and meeting people and just just have the best time. And for those who are worried about uh, dining solo, a text from what I assume is somebody who works in a restaurant. Restaurant staff are not looking at you when you're on. Ask yourselves, when you're out in a group, are you looking at anyone else? Uh, 53106 if you want to get in touch with the show or you can get us at Anton Savage Show. Laura, thank you very much. That is Laura Barton from the Live Adventure Travel blog. And if you want to read more about traveling solo, you can obviously Google that. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.